Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We'd just like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Thank you for turning in to It's Worth Living. Uh, myself and Peter always um, ecstatic, um, also always grateful for everyone that tunes in. Um, we take time, we take pride in what we do. And we hope that every message, every episode that's put out, that um, they may not only be a blessing, but it may be a tool. It may be um, something that you can look back on, listen to, take time to um, um, do some self-reflection and hopefully make changes that you see fit um, during that time. We have a great uh, episode today. This episode, it's almost as we're dealing with competition, but competition in a negative way. Competition in a negative way. And usually with this competition, it usually happens with two so-called loved ones that um, oftentimes have a hard time, they have a difficult time expressing themselves or when they do express themselves, um, one wants to go harder than the other. And within that competition, it gets to the point to where no one wins really. Even when the other person says, oh, got you, but no one really wins. And so our topic today um, deals with triggers, triggers in relationships. And so our title is TAG, my turn. Mm -hmm. And so Pete, when this topic comes up, I'm sure you've, you've worked with um, adults, you've worked with people, individuals um, that come to your office and they talk about challenges. And while you're listening, you can tell where it's going because you can tell where one person wants to be on top of the other one wants to always be uh, uh, one always wants to have the upper hand I see with students uh, if I hit you I'm gonna hit you even harder and I tell them that's what always happens when one gets hit or when when one um, when they feel like they've been hurt um, uh, emotionally I'm gonna hurt you even more you talked about me I'm gonna talk about your mom you talk about my mom I'm gonna talk about your family so it just keeps going on. Oh, now you're gonna get a little deeper. So I'm gonna touch in areas where you told me where your secrets are and we'll throw it right back in your face. And so that's where we say with the competition, it gets dangerous because at the end of at the end of it all, no one no one wins. And so Pete, um, join in and just sort of share in, in this with this in this dialogue to share a little bit about um, um your take on our episode for today. Well, the second we talked about this topic, you know, I had this experience, or should I say the this uh, real life story that came up to my mind. And of course, I want to share it with the audience. <clears throat> and then we'll get, we'll chime in <laughs> as we go. Okay, so basically this, uh, this couple uh, who love each other and have two children together, um, they're, you know, they're my clients. Um, so of course I can't say their names, but uh, the story itself um, definitely helps uh, and fulfill the purpose of the topic. So basically <clears throat> one of them, if one is hurt, they would, they know what triggers the other one because they've been married for years. They know what triggers mm -hmm. each other. So if one of them is hurt by what one of them do, let's use husband and wife for 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 uh just to um help 
not so we can help the audience understand more clearly. So the husband would do something, you know, that he's not realizing whether or not it would be a big deal. Not that he doesn't, but let's let's say for the for the sake of the story, he doesn't. He didn't realize that what he does, what he did, would have uh, impact her. But she feels hurt, so yeah. she knows what pisses him off, what hurts him. So she would then trigger him to do something uh, by doing something that he she knows would hurt him. And it goes back and forth because then he realized that she just triggered him and she would do it. He would do it something that he would do something that would hurt her. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now they're basically sometimes they would spend weeks triggering each other because they know what hit, what hits the, you know, the how to really hurt each other. And it became such a thing that they were both miserable for months. Hence the reason you started saying me. So I had to, you know, of course, uh, you know, in our session, I had to uh, uh, let him know to sort of let go because he's there to protect his wife as opposed to hurting her. Not, you know, not because I'm taking her side or no, his side, but as the man of the house, certain things, certain sacrifices you do have to make. But yeah. either way, <clears throat> the thing is, the, the issue is when she triggers him, he drinks. Mm. When he triggers her, she leaves the house, mm -hmm. and she he can't get a hold of her because she's gone, and she mm -hmm. would go somewhere she doesn't tell him. Even if he calls everywhere, whether he's she, she's at the place, she would he would of course she would instruct whoever picks up the phone that he's not there, she's not there. So now it makes an issue until she's ready to come back, and then they start doing, doing okay until one of them triggers each other again. So. They take pleasure in triggering each other to just because it makes them feel better. It makes them feel like they have the upper hand. And relationships are hard already as it is. Trying to uphand one another just ruin things. So when, when we talk about this topic, it's just what, what comes to mind is that why do people feel like they have to hurt someone? in order to really make their point. I've made it a point not to hurt people, regardless how much they hurt me, how much of what they say. That's why I have the, the, the I would either smile, which sometimes pisses them off, or I would just not say anything. Because at least I know I'll, I'll have my head clear because whatever I want to say, I don't want it to be to hurt you. I just want you to understand. You see what I'm saying? So talking, mm -hmm around that time frame basically makes it worse. But of course, we have a lot of people out there who are just like this couple. Mm -hmm. Trigger each other just to have the upper hand. I mean, it, it's insane, but yeah, they do want to claim that they love each other. They're there to protect each other. Now imagine if you get, if you, if you trigger him, he drinks and he goes out there and gets hurt, come back mm -hmm. home, how do you feel? He triggers yeah. you to leave the house. Something happens. And something did happen to this couple. But since what happened is not part of this topic, I'll just leave that out. But something did happen to her when she went out. She left the house. And then, of course, mm -hmm. she had to come back. Now they have to deal with both the issue they had in the first place and what happened because she left the house. How do you feel when you did trigger somebody and something didn't happen to them? 
So two things that come to mind, you know, we always say hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those, those people, those individuals that are hurt, and I was sharing this with a therapist yesterday, when people come to our, you know, your office or you have to converse with individuals regarding problems or things that's going on in their lives, you have to always go back. At, at some point during the conversation, you have to go back to childhood mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of figuring out what took place and where did you pick up this um, belief or this system that you feel as if is correct? Or when did you understand and know that you were hurt by someone, which then caused resentment? That's what hurt is. You know, you're, you have resentment, um, you're angry, because the triggers are one thing, but there has to be, there, there, there's something um, that has taken place that you have not dealt with that keeps bring that keeps coming back up, and so rather than saying, "Hey, you know what? This is something that I've never resolved from a young age," you start attacking the other person because that's what you feel is the only way. Or I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want anyone to think that I'm a baby or I, I, I can't handle it. But oftentimes, you go right back to that age where events happen, mm-hmm. and because you couldn't handle it then, so now it seems as if you now, rather than saying I have a problem and we deal with it, I'm just going to attack. I couldn't attack the person then, but because you're in my presence, I'm going to attack you mm-hmm. and deal with that. Um, it, it It's a sad situation because, like I said, even that individual who's doing that, no one wins. And there are times where when the person that's that's triggered and they act out on the triggers, they sometimes don't even, re- like, I don't know, but, but even if they realize that, hey, I'm hurting someone, it's like, I don't care. I don't care. It's what I want to do right now. So so part of it, too, is the selfish part. Mm-hmm. Hurt people hurt people, but then there's a selfish part of it where it's all, it's all about me. I don't necessarily care about you. And so we don't really act on um, logic. Does this make sense with wisdom? We go by our feelings. Because you did this, I'm going to do this. But there has to be one person that's mature enough in the relationship or in the conversation that you're having that's becoming very heated where someone has to say, hey, 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 let's mm-hmm. sit back and let's, let, let, let's, 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 let's rewind. Or if, if, if this is not a good time, let's come back. And then when we're both cool, because I don't want to say something or do something that I regret. And I know lots of people, Pete, where whether they're at home or they're, you know, locked up, um, incarcerated. I'm sure many times some would, if they had an opportunity to go back and, and do it all over again, they may not. But when you're in that moment, it's almost as if I have to be the bigger person. I'm going to show you. I'm going to outdo you. Oh, tag, I'm it. let me show you. I, I've allowed you to, to say what you have to say. Now I'm puffed up. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to just lash out. But again, you're coming from a place where you're so hurt and it took you back to that time in your life that has never been resolved. And so because it has not been resolved, now you're going to just give it to the person in front of you. Yeah, basically. It could be something minor. But because I can 
I, I didn't have an opportunity to do it when I was seven or eight or 12. I can do it when I'm 40. I can do it when I'm 50 now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. It's unfortunate sometimes if it comes out of a, a, a place of retribution or, or, or feelings, because then it won't be as logical as it should be, or it yep. won't be reasonable. It would just be for vengeance. You see what I mean? <clears throat> I've learned to stay quiet in a conversation that I disagree with. Uh, because my, my dad was always like that. Now, not because he was the best problem solver, but saying something out of anger never hits the spot. Yes, mm -hmm. it hurt the other person, but then it's something you cannot take back. Nope. And I refuse to say something to hurt someone because they hurt me. I, I don't necessarily care for that. I know some people, they want to hit you where it hurts. And I've had clients who do the same thing all the time. They wanted to make him feel the way they feel. And hey, it's not my place to tell you whether or not that's the right thing to do. But, but why? Yeah. Because before and after that conversation or after that argument, you love that person unconditionally. Yeah. Now you're looking for the worst thing to say to hurt that person. There's some way you can hurt them and you can't, you know, it won't be that big of an issue. But there's certain things you say when you're not thinking straight that will stay in their mind forever. Even if things get back to normal, but that will stay in their mind for because that's something you thought about and wanted to say to them, to hurt them just because you were hurt. Yeah. And that's something I never want to say to anybody I care about. Yeah. I'd rather stay quiet, leave it alone. It doesn't even have to repair the relationship. But mm. think of it this way. If I say it, not only it doesn't repair the relationship, but you also think this about me knowing how I feel about you, certain things. Now, it's not because I feel about them a certain way. It's just sometimes the phrasing, the wording, like the way things come out just don't sound caring. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of what the situation is. If I have an issue with my kid, I want to make sure she understands or he understands what's happening or why I said certain things. Can you really say anything that comes out of your mouth because you're upset? You scar your kid for life. Yeah. My father did it, did it for me. I would do the same thing. Look, if you do something today, even if I'm upset, I'm going to let it relax, slow down a little bit. And the next day, I'm going to give you a little lecture you might not like, but you will hear why I didn't get to, I didn't, I didn't talk to you the day it happened. Because if mm -hmm. I did say something that would have hurt your feelings or you would have taken it out of context differently, you know, it depends on, you know, what's happening. Yeah. It would hurt you a lot more than what I'm saying today. Today, I'm going to tell you everything. What you did, how I felt about it, and what I'm going to do to make sure you don't do this again. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it, it's just can people adults think that way, or do they really have to, you know, you know, go back and and trigger the person and hurt the person back because now it's their turn to hurt that person because that person hurt them a couple of weeks ago or this morning. Mm. You mean you said a key word um, or words earlier um, as you started sharing a little bit when you said 
love unconditionally. And there are many people who love under the condition of, which could be another topic. <laughs> but some people, they love under the condition of. They don't genuinely love, but they love only if, until I get, but when you do, well, it's not unconditional. And so going back to that selfish um, attitude, selfish belief, for many people, it is all about me. Even when they say, no, it's not, but it is. What can I benefit out of it? Mm. Even when we're going back and forth and we're arguing, it is, what can I get out of this? Exactly. Oh, are you going to do something? What am I going to get out of this? Oh, I'm going to get something out of it. I am. Get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. And let you have it. But um, again, I think it's so important because um, I know we've been focusing on this because many, you know, many couples, this is how they live their lives. And we know that um, habits repeat, actions repeated form habits. And so if every time that person comes, you, you're irritated, and the only way you speak is rough and uh, um, um, you don't mince words. Your words are very harsh. It cuts deep. And you do this long enough. What is the end result? Is that genuine love? Do you really care about the person? And it's not. And so I think for many persons who's listening on, on, on um, in this episode, if you are one that has this issue that are dealing with some of the challenges, my encouragement to you is to really do some self-reflection again. When you find that you're 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 ready to go into competition with the person that you supposedly love, one, you may really you have to ask yourself, if I say this, if I do this, I know you share this with me in confidence, in co- you know, uh, 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 and 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 when you, whatever you shared, you didn't want it to go out um, and let the world know, but now I'm throwing it in your face. You have to really ask yourself, if I do that, is that going to damage? Is that damaging the person? And would I want someone to do that to me? We know the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so if you realize that you're one of those or a couple or people that every time, anytime you are going into um, a conversation or you understand that there's a discord or there's going to be disagreement, but in the long run, you know what it's going to turn into. I would advise to refrain from having that conversation or be honest with the person and say, hey, such and such, you already, under, you know, I hope you understand. And maybe this is not a good time to have this conversation because every time or any time we have, we have to talk about this, this topic, it gets heated and I may, may say something that you don't like and vice mm-hmm. versa. Maybe we need to tackle this either with someone else or not tackle it at all until we are mentally mature enough. Mentally Unf- mature enough. Unfortunately, people are not that mature to know when they're mature, <laughs> if that makes right. any sense. But right. you know, you, you said something so, so so important. You know, love. Yeah, we we tend to say that. Yeah, like, I don't know if I can do that more than once. But the thing is. Sometimes we don't realize how much we're hurting the person that we love. Yeah. Whether it's sibling significant or any other, because we're just trying to quote unquote protect them from mm. things. And then we realize, okay, yeah, actually you were hurting them in that process. 
But the thing is, what I always tell people is that if you do love some certain things should not have come out of your mouth in the first place. Definitely. Certain things you shouldn't have said in the first place because you know what? That person is somebody you would have died for. Mm. So when you say this, are you really trying to help that person? Or are you trying to proclaim that I no longer care that much about you or your feelings? So I need to hurt you. Mm. How do we approach this whole thing in itself? It could be a long conversation, but to narrow it down, the, the point is we as humans can make mistakes, but the yeah. one thing that we're able to do that animals cannot do is to think things over before we say it. But sometimes people are so upset, their main goal is to, I have to hurt him or her before so I can feel better. Yeah. So that when I say it, if I see how mad or upset they are, I'm like, okay, good, mission accomplished. But who is it good for? At the end of the day, you hurt that person. Okay, yeah, now that person is hurt. Your life is still miserable. You're not as happy as you think because you, quote unquote, supposedly love that person. Is it your happy day when they're upset? Mm. Then you probably should re- uh, you know, reanalyze your your relationship in that if that's the case. If you being with that person marks something other than you enjoying your time, then you probably should definitely reconsider and see what happened was happening with this relationship. Yeah. At the end of the day, what comes out of our mouth should not be the thing. Yes, even if they do it, you have more time to think about it. You shouldn't have done the same thing they did. No. It can't be, oh, yeah, I said this after he, she said that. This, no. If it's that way, re, re, reconsider and reanalyze the scope of your relationship. What can I do to make sure only one of us is that pissed? That's it can't right. be both of us. Mm -hmm. It cannot be both of us because then there's an issue in that relationship. You probably should think about it a little more than what's happening. It's not just a conversation. So my suggestion to everyone too, rather than, rather than getting tagged, untag. Mm -hmm. untag. Untag yourself from the situation. Exactly. Just realize that this is a fight that I'm not ready for. Mm -hmm. um, matter of fact, this is not a fight that I, I don't even want to argue because I care about you. Um, I'm going to untag myself and I want us to now work on this together rather than working at us apart. Because what we're happening is we're, we're no longer allies. Mm -hmm. We're enemies. And, 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 and when, you, when you love someone, you don't go toast for toast, blow to blow, blow for blow, you know, um, and, and to try to hurt them. Because that's not genuine. That's not love. And so, as you know, with us, it's worth living. It is about promoting uh, uh, not only uh, optimal health mentally, but even in our relationships. We want to have, we want to groom um, positive, strong relationships that will go a long way. Mm -hmm. um, we have to keep remember. We have to also remember that when we have little ones, um, we have to be a representation, not only for our little ones, but it could be in the community. Um, it can be just anywhere that we go. Let us be at it, be an example. Um, let's try to do our best, but again with communication. It's very important that we don't tag ourselves in situations in in 
in, in, in things, in, in, in um, conversations that will lead to destruction. Because in the long run, no one wins. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> just to, you know, to be, before we wrap up, I, I want to let the audience know, here's the thing. If you were trying to hurt the person that you said you loved, then the relationship has a problem. If you have to apologize several times, yeah, it's understandable. You do something you didn't realize. And yeah. apology in a relationship happens in the beginning, not towards the, uh, you know, in the middle. Like after a couple of years, you shouldn't mm -hmm. apologize because you know that person well enough. Yeah. You do or say certain things. Nah, it's understandable. Some things you want to do, you do it and then apologize later because, you know, the whole saying, um, uh, you know, it's better than to apologize or to get forgiveness than than to ask for permission thing. That's understandable. But also your partner would have known. So apologizing wouldn't necessarily be that necessary. Yes, yeah. if it does hit the string, yeah, we can we can we can understand that. And the ubiquitous, the idea of, oh my God, I didn't realize it would hurt you. Yes, you did. Because if you are in a relationship with that person, long enough, you know who they are, what they do, and what would hurt them. Yeah. I, what we're trying to say is that don't try to hurt each other to get even, but net, but just do something that would make you feel that, okay, yeah, I handled this. Whether you speak your mind and talk to the person, you can still do it respectfully without having to apologize afterward, because some people yeah. speak their mind and they have to apologize not necessarily the best way, but anyway, we'll get into that a little more. But the point is, if you let them know, one thing I know about my older brother, yes, he was like the black sheep of the family, but whatever he was going to do, he told my parents. So it was not so, a surprising thing for them when he did what he did, because he already said whether it was good or bad, he told them. Mm. You see what I mean? So if you are, if both of you are aware in a relationship, if both of you are aware what's happening. Both of you are aware what each other is capable of. It should not be an issue at the end of the day. It would be done, yes. Not, I'm not saying you should not apologize, but if you're doing something knowing that you have to apologize later, you were wrong, not them, mm -hmm. for being upset mm -hmm. about it. So keep that in mind and just remember, as usual, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. And we're all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living.